0: So, uh, welcome to week two of trifecta. And uh, I'll, I'll be explaining what that means. Uh, a lot of people are like, what is a trifecta and, and why the horse is in the video and, and all that good stuff. But uh, I'll be explaining that here in about two minutes. Today, I, I want to I dive into mental health. Mental health. Is that okay? Yeah. Mental yeah. health. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. We are a note taking church. So, if you have uh, pen and pad or or a phone. Um, maybe you have a, an amazing mind. Maybe you're a savant and you can remember everything that I say, but I really want to encourage you to lean into this message and, uh, and then go home and just review it and allow the Holy Spirit to do what he's going to do in your life through, through your notes. But we're just going to go ahead and dive right in. Mental health is defined as um, your emotional, psychological, and social well-being. Your, your emotional, psychological, and social well-being. So, essentially, it affects how you think, how you feel, and how you act. It affects how you think, how you feel, and how you act. I remember um, being a little boy, I'll say from the age of like 6 to, to 10 or so, at least once a year, my grandmother would take me to uh, horse racing uh, tracks. So, we, we're from Orlando, we would go to Tampa to this horse racing track, and we would arrive, and she would pay her five or ten dollars to, to get in, and they would give her a card and her little pencil, and uh, there were always the horses and, and the trainers and all that good stuff, and she was always saying, "I gotta, I gotta get the the superfecta, the superfecta," and the superfecta is where you would bet accurately on the top four horses that would finish. And she said, if I don't get the superfecta, I got to get the trifecta, the trifecta. The trifecta is horse number one, number two, and number three. And so you could pay 10, 20 bucks from, for some horse racing admission tickets, but if you get a trifecta, the top three, you could leave the track with hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars. And so essentially a trifecta is when you, when you bet on the top three horses, that finish a race, and you leave with the money bag. And so um, what we see here, we see a trifecta within a trifecta when you talk about mental health. You see psychological, you see social, and you see emotional, which essentially is the soul. That's the soul. Anyone remember last week? Remember those statements last week? We said that um, you live in this body, I live in this body, I have a spirit. I am a soul. So we ought to take care of our bodies. We're going to talk about that next week, but you are not your body. That's why you you shouldn't deduce your value from how you look or how you're built. You should take care of it. You should try to optimize your body, but you are not your body. Um, You have a spirit which in Genesis it says, God breathed the breath of life, which when you translate that, that word ruach or breath, it's ruach, and it means spirit. That, Chuck, is the life force or the life source. So whenever God takes the spirit out of you, you will cease to exist, and you're going to give up what the Bible calls the ghost, which is your, your soul. You are a soul. And the soul is the seat of your thoughts, your feelings, and your desires. So mental health, follow me, okay? Mental health is the soul. It deals with you. So you got the spirit, the soul, and the body. The spirit wants to work through the soul and make the body alive but if the soul and the mental is not healthy the body is going to react as such Mm. understand all right so 2020 was a rough year for many and it took a toll on our finances our relationships but mostly we would all agree our mental health our social well-being our emotional as a matter of fact there's a organization called Mental Health America, and uh, they released this study. The, this just blew my mind because we, we got we to gotta do something now. I, I tend to think America holds on to things a little bit too long. Like we, we cling on to a thing, <laughs> and it's like we need to move forward, all Right. Yeah. So it says, they said this here, the number of people looking for help with anxiety and depression has skyrocketed from January to September of 2020, 315,000 were screened for anxiety. That is a 93% increase from 2019. 534,000 have been screened for depression. That's a 62% increase since 2019. People screening at risk for mental health conditions are struggling most with loneliness and isolation. So at at the root of that mental health issue, that soul issue that will affect your actions and and your feelings and how you go about a day, at the root of it is is isolation. It says it here from April to September of 2020 among people who screen... With moderate to severe symptoms of anxiety or depression, 70% reported that one of the top three contributing to mental health concerns was loneliness or isolation. And so, loneliness is not good for the mind. And I'll be honest, anyone, you do understand that you have an enemy of your soul. Show of hands. Or you just think he's some kind of red pitchfork dude that shows up for Halloween pictures. No, he doesn't even look like that. The book of, the book of Isaiah actually says that when, when Christ comes back and when the devil is judged, we're going to look at him and be like, it was you who deceived. It was little old you who deceived nations and, and, and you know tore apart families. And it was you who deduced my value. It was you. Who got between me and my wife and me and my kids, it was, I allow you. Oh my god. I don't know if you um you play the game. I play this game now. I'm starting to get a little bit addicted. I need to watch it. I play this video game now with my kids. It's called uh Minecraft Dungeons. Oh see. Yeah, it's a good game. It's a good game. This church just ain't this ain't don't glorify it too much. And uh you, you just, it, it's interesting. It, it's just, the, the primary enemy is the arch-illager. And it's like, arch And so, it's a whole running joke going on in our home about it. And it's like, he's wreaking all this havoc. He creates these huge monsters that you gotta defeat, and they're hard to defeat. He has these evil cows, and these spiders, and these zombies. And it's like, you know. And then you get to him, and he's like this little guy, <laughs> and he has this orb of doom. And it's like, it was you, bro? And, and I don't know about you, but if I'm the devil, the, the number one thing that I'm going to seek to do in the world, because I know I'm judged, is I'm going to seek to isolate people. And I'll do it. Watch me. This is why America needs to move on. I'll do it by any means. Let me talk real. I might get in trouble for this, but it's okay. I'm crazy like that. I want to be real. And this is not to be insensitive. Just hear my heart. I'm I'm, I'm speaking from the heart of a a shepherd, a pastor. This is how life goes. You ready? Three things. We are born. We get sick. We die. We are born. We get sick. We die. So we we can't continue living. With fear. When we have a commission to gather as the church of God and to pray and to praise and to make a space for God to do miracles, we gotta gather. Uh But if I am the enemy of your soul. My number one agenda is to keep you isolated. isolated. And this blew my mind as well. Um, Robert Redfield, CDC director. It's a very important organization as it concerns health. He said this earlier last year. He said, there's been another cost that we've seen specifically amongst teenagers. We're seeing sadly far greater suicides now than we are deaths from covid That that's what's sad. That's what's sad is we got this focus on this one thing, but we don't see that it's not even the primary thing. It's the fact that people are suffering in other areas of life. We're also seeing far greater deaths from drug overdose. And it's all because of the health of the mind. The Bible says, um, for as a man thinks, so is he. So your thoughts, go ahead and write this down. It's not going to pop, but your thoughts drive your life. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says this, so this is the will of God. Paul said this, he says, I pray that God, oh, I love this. Here it is. Who gives peace will make you completely holy. And may your spirit, here's your trifecta, your spirit, soul, someone finish that, and be kept, say this, and faultless until our Lord Jesus Christ returns. That's God's will. God wants you to be healthy. He wants you to be strong, spirit, soul, and body. God's will for your mind is peace, clarity, and vision. I want to give you a short message entitled, Good for the Mind. Good for the mind. All right? So I want to give you three ways to improve your mental health. All right, here it is. Number one, I want to encourage you to check your truth. <laughs> I got to check my truth. You know, we don't choose the families that we're born into. Um, some some of us grow up thinking, man, if I was just born in that neighborhood, and or if I had that dad or that mom or that family, my life would be so much different. We're, we're not we're not, you know, we can't choose the families we're born into. I don't know about you, Pastor Child, but growing up, I saw a lot of things in my home, in my neighborhood, in my context. Um, I heard a lot of words said, quotes that I had come to adopt, sayings and rituals and certain things and habits. And you grew up thinking that those things were the standard, that if you would do those things, you would end up happier. You know, if you would, if you would compromise on this or or do this or do that, if I would practice my life in this way, that it would turn out this way. Wow. And so growing up, once you put those things into practice, you come to find out that they're not necessarily the truth. And um, I mean, I, you know, I was the baby. I had uh, lots of brothers and lots of friends in, in the neighborhood. So there are a lot of suggestions as to as it pertained to certain things, women and and being popular and all these things. But. They always led to a, to a dead end. And so I, I've, I've come to call these things, here it is, counterfeit truths. Go ahead and write that down. A counterfeit truth. A counterfeit truth is presented as authentic at first, but in the long term, it fails. A counterfeit truth. It's, it's presented as truth if you do that, if you act that way, if, if you believe that, if you just stay inside and lock your door and don't let anyone near you, you know, it's, it's, you, you don't really see where a counterfeit truth is leading you until you've actually put it into practice and you allow time to pass by and it comes back and it bites you. It's... It's a counterfeit truth. And there are a lot of agents that deal counterfeit truths. Number one is the media. It, a counterfeit truth is also a half truth. It, 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 it a deal, you know. Social media. Oh, my God. We have so many friends out there posting all types of things. And... It sounds good it's a good opinion it's a good thought but it's not truth Um, I'll also go as far as saying YouTube YouTube if you want Ingrid you can find a channel that makes you feel comfortable about everything you ever thought about every issue and you can subscribe to that person or that group and you'll say, This is my group. Not understanding that it's it's all counterfeit. You know, it's there's a motive, yeah. it's unbalanced, it's not healthy. And and when you begin to put those truths into practice, it only leads to here, there's so go I didn't I didn't I had it as a note, but I want you to write this down. Counterfeit truths lead to fear, anxiety, yeah. and depression. So my, my, my uncle cannot be my source of truth. CNN cannot be my source of truth. Fox, Facebook can't be my source of truth. It, it, I can't allow it to get on the inside of me. What we need to learn to do is we need to learn how to filter through it. Learn, learn Trevor how to... That's a nice sweater, bro. Learn, Trevor, how to, and a nice, Trevor, you're looking good, man. Nice watch. Learn how to take the meat and leave the bones. Be informed, not influenced. You understand? You understand? It's, it's a counterfeit truth. And I want to encourage you this. Consider God's word. Consider his word for your truth, the, the truth that you Jesus put it like this in Luke 8, verse 15. He says this, and the seeds that fell on good soil represent honest, good-hearted people. Here it is, who hear God's word, cling to it, and patiently produce a huge harvest. So so the word of God is a seed. So just essentially, this is the principle. Words, here it is, this is so important. Wake up to this. Words are seeds. Not just the word of God. Every word that enters your ear is a seed. And little arch-illager, Satan guy, he understands this. Is that if I could just speak it, it has a chance to get into their hearts. Which the Hebrews understand and believe to be the center of the soul, which is where mental health begins. Follow me today. I don't have my handheld, so I'm free. I'm, I'm, you know, all right. Headset, headset, pastor. Today, I got a word. I'm anointed. All right. So words are seeds. There are two ways that that, that negativity enters. All right. Go ahead and write these down. Two two gates that you got to guard. Number one, the eye gate. Guard what you see. The eye gate. Jesus said it this way. He said. If the eye is dark, the soul is dark. So what are you watching? Who are you watching? And then if if the the ear gate, the ear gate, the ear gate, that's the easiest access to your heart is the ear gate. So, so, So growing up, I had, personally, I had these seeds deposited into my life, these counterfeit truths. And then when you come to Christ, you got to begin to make a decision. Yes. Will I allow the good seed to have more of an impact and influence on my life? Yeah. Or will I allow the counterfeit seed to stay there? So the, the, your, your piece hangs on, and hangs on that. It, it hangs on counterfeit truth or real truth. And so what you got to do is you got to do this. You got to begin to filter out. You Got to begin to get it out. Get that counterfeit stuff out. That stuff you learned from your dad that's not biblical, get it out. That stuff you learned from mom that's not biblical, get it out. That stuff that's all out, get it out. And allow what Jesus said. He said it there in Luke 8, 15. Pull that verse back up. The seeds that fell on good soil represent honest, good-hearted people who hear God's word, cling to it, and patiently produce a huge harvest. So the word is described as a seed. It's a seed. So let me put it to you this way. The word I'm preaching right now is a seed. And, and so God is saying, you got to latch on to it. Make it your truth. Walk in it. But you will not see the harvest of this word until this time next year. I don't got a church. Cut off the news, log off Facebook and Instagram, unless you're sharing content, and get good seed in you. Begin to have real talks in your relationships with people that you just can't be around anymore because they're not depositing good seed in you. And let me tell you something, real truth, which is the word of God, I want you to build your life on it. This is why right now as a church, we're reading through the book of John. We're reading through the book. I think today we're on what, chapter 7? Chapter 7. How about morning prayer? Come on, put our hands together for that. If you can, like, um, get here. There's some weird, weird good stuff going on. Oh, my God. God is in this thing like. Ooh, you get a touch and you get a blessing, and you get a blessing, you get a blessing. It is good, man. Get here, get here. But get in John seven today so that God can speak to your life. All right? The second way to improve your mental health is number two, engage healthy community. Cigna, the, the health insurance company, took a nationwide survey a year ago of 20,000 adults, and found that 54,000, I'm sorry, 54% of respondents said they feel like no one actually knows them well. Additionally, 56% of people said the people that they surround themselves with are not necessarily with them. And then another 40% said that they lack companionship, their relationships aren't meaningful, and that they feel isolated from others. This is what you call a crisis of loneliness. It's when you can, you can be in a house full of people, a room full of people, but still feel vulnerable, kind of open, not cared for. This is a crisis of loneliness, and the issue is, is this. The issue is, is that we are fans of the superficial. So we are more concerned in our generation with quantity than quality. So how many followers do I have on social media? How many likes did I get? You know, how many Facebook friends do I have? Versus a versus quality, and uh, it's all about the quality. Loneliness, here it is, you need to write some of these things down, has been associated with cardiovascular problems, so heart problems, yeah. a lack of quality sleep, a reduction in reasoning, a reduction in creativity. Suicidal thoughts, man, they've linked chronic loneliness to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Which, on average, knocks off 10 years of your life. So, so if, if you are in relationships, but they're not substantial, there's no meat to them, there's no, no, no depth to them, you're, you're on the track of knocking out 10 years of your life. That's the effects of... Of loneliness. And so God says this in Genesis 2.18. Then the Lord said, here it is, Genesis 2.18, it is not, someone say, not, not for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. It is not good for the man to be alone. Here it is, write this down. It's not good for you to be alone because God created you. You were created to thrive in a healthy community. Yeah. You're created to to thrive, to to grow, to to win. I honestly think that if you're going through something in 2019, I think in 2020 you should have overcome that. Yeah. You should be on to the next thing. Yeah. And then in 2021, I I don't think we should just be on this circle of the same thing. Yeah. And and that's what you Surviving is like a circle. Yeah. I just made it around again. Thri- thriving is, is moving on. And, and the Bible says that I will make, I will make, I will make, I will make. So here it is. When God made you, 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 can, you can think of your mind. How many of you like puzzles? Puzzles. Th- think of your soul as a puzzle. I wish I, had, I wish I had an illustration, but think of your soul as a puzzle. Is a, puzzle, is a puzzle made up of one piece? It is complete when there are other pieces involved. Your soul is a puzzle. You were created for your mental health to thrive in healthy community. So if you're feeling weak, if you're feeling vulnerable, if you're feeling depressed and, 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 and discouraged and heavy, chances are you're not around healthy people. And so this is the encouragement. I want to encourage you with this. Plug into a light group today. Join a light group. We, we want you to cr- connect with great people and grow. Join a light group. Oh, my God. Join a group. Groups are so amazing. Groups come around you when you're going through crisis. We, we, we've had testimonies in our church of people who couldn't pay their bills or um, they didn't have food to eat. That's what a group is there for. We've had testimonies of people having dreams and and visions and finding their breakthrough, finding their purpose because they they got in community with people who spoke life into them. You got to get in a group. You can't go at it alone. And when you get in a group, go ahead and write these things down. I want to encourage you. Here it is. Number one, find common ground. Find common ground with somebody. Get to know them. Number two, build trust. Build trust. Build trust with people. Everyone's not out to get you. Everyone's not out to hurt you. And, and that's the thing. That's the thing about Satan. Satan will have you remaining lonely and say, if you, if you try to build relationships because you built some in the past, the future ones are going to burn you. Wow. That that's that that's not true. Yeah. You, 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 there are people that God has set apart that you can build. Come on, that you can build trust with. You have to do this. Are you going to wonder why, man? I I was praying for December thirty first, twenty twenty. Woo, we made it. Twenty twenty one is going to be different. But if the nature of your relationships aren't different, 2021 is not going to be any different than 2020. It's going to be the same. Build trust. And risk. Here it is. Risk. Being burnt. Risk it. That's the nature of relationships. One day we're infatuated with each other. We build trust, we go out to eat, we have coffee, we take trips, and then, oh, girl, oh, she did that to me. Because humans change. But you don't stay in a lonely place. As a matter of fact, learn how to get hurt well. Learn how to get hurt well. Like, that hurt me, but I still love you. Yeah. You do? I love you too. Oh my God, I thought we, I thought we stopped loving each other. Yeah. No, let's work this out. I got a best friend. He's probably, i don't know if he's watching right now. I know he'd be, he, you know, he be watching. It, you know, sometimes, but I don't know. Whatever. But he's in Boston. Yeah. He, he's a pastor. We, he, Kevin McKenzie. We got saved together. You know how many times we crossed each other, and we like legitimately hurt each other. Like, I didn't think that was, you're going to do me that way. But every time, we found a way to heal through it. And as a result, it's made our our mind stronger. It's made us more mature. We live in such a generation that's afraid to be hurt by the people we love the most. You got to heal through that stuff, man. Build trust. And here it is. The third thing I want to encourage you is to be transparent. Be transparent. Ask yourself right now, who can I go to in my life outside of if you're married, your spouse, or whoever, that I can really be transparent with? Be- because it's in the transparency where the healing process begins. I'll be honest. I, some of y'all come to the church throughout the week and say, Hey, how you doing, Pastor? blah, 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 blah. blah. You, you, you got any issues going on in your life? I mean, you need some prayer, need some advice? Nope. Just... And, and maybe, maybe you're in relationships throughout the church where you're being transparent, but I got to be honest, Chuck, I think all y'all are doing just fine. <laughs> maybe y'all protecting me from something or something. I don't know. But, man, we got the perfect church. No one's ever hurt. But I'm concerned about that. Because I I think if a church is not careful, we just go through the, I put my faith in Jesus, my anchor through the ground, never let me down. And then we do groups, and we do this, and we do this, but we're not healing. Build some trust. The the Bible says that uh, James, Brother James, Brother James, this summer, (laughs) when you're sick, go to the church right? Confess your sins to God. That's easy talking to God. Go to the church. Let them know what's going on with you so that they can pray for you and you get the healing that you need. It's, it's a mental health thing. Number three, I got to get out of here. Seek wise counsel. Seek wise counsel. You saw how we start. Enter, check my truth, surround myself with people, healthy peers, but then I need to seek people who are further along than me, okay? So here it is. One of the great pillars of mental health, and people don't understand this, is wise counsel and advice from people here. This is the key, who are wiser and ahead of you, And, and this takes some humility, you know? I think there are two reasons. Write these things down. There are two reasons why our mental strength fell, Here it is. Number one is isolated decisions. We tend to make too many life-altering decisions on our own. Too, Too many. Should I date this person? Who have you talked to about it? Should I take this job? Who have you spoken with about it? Should I move to the city? Who wiser than you? Have you spoken? Should I join this organization? Who wiser than you? We tend to, and, and so we make, because we become at that point, the source of all knowing. We make too many decisions in isolation. And it says this in Proverbs 24:6. So don't go to war without wise guidance. How many of us know that life is a war? So God's word, the new truth that you're getting in your heart is don't go at life without wise guidance. And it says this here victory, someone says victory. victory. Victory depends on having many advisors. So the Bible's saying if you want to win in life, have some people who are ahead of you yeah, and over you that law, that... pouring into you. Stop making so many decisions on your own. And the second reason why our mental strength fails is not that we don't get counsel. It's number two, unwise counsel. So we, we talked to our broke uncle, especially if you're from the country, because I just like doing this illustration. Hey, unk, should I buy that car? Yeah, you really ought to buy 24 percent. It, is a great interest rate. Eight hundred dollars a month should get it. Do you real good. Unwise counsel. We get counsel from unhealthy people, hurt people, broken people, bitter people who don't want to see you win. I don't got a church. Put your hands together for that. Oh, You should just go out with me and have a drink, girl. All right. Getting too real. We're we're getting counsel, just not from the wisest people. Let me encourage you with this. Let me encourage you with this. You don't receive counsel from people who are in the same place as you. You receive encouragement from them. Counsel comes from people who are further than you. In order to become a giant, you walk in the footsteps of giants. So, so that, here it is. Spiritually speaking, if a person's footprint in the spirit is bigger than yours, that's whose footprint you step into. Without consultation, here it is, Proverbs 15, plans are frustrated. Yeah. But with many counselors, they finish this, succeed. Yeah. There are three areas, then we'll close it out. Three areas where you need wise counsel. Here it is. Number one, spiritual. Spiritual. You need wise counsel in the spiritual. You. Your soul is spiritual. You are not a spirit, but your soul is spiritual. So the essence of who you are is spiritual. That's where your mental health starts, okay? God said this in Jeremiah 3.15. Y'all okay? All right. He says this here. He says, And I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will guide you with knowledge and understanding. The word shepherds there is translated as pastors, God has only ordained certain, like God has literally created, ordained, and anointed certain people to speak in your life spiritually. And so what pastors are, our call, Pastor Chow, myself, Pastor Kyron, as we ordain and raise up other pastors in this house, God has anointed us, gifted us to speak into your life spiritually and to also this, create environments where your mental health is strengthened. And so it's environments such as um, light, light groups. Go to and write these things down. I, I want you to get in a light group. Today we have light group sign-ups. It's, it's going it's to strengthen you. Get in community. We, we've created those environments. Uh, number two is um, super steps. Super steps. We're, we're coming back around in February. It's a two-week journey where you learn your gifts and how God built you, you begin to make impact. One of my points was almost make a difference because there's a study out there on altruism, how people who live selflessly add on average 15 years to their life. That's mental health. If you're thinking about yourself all day, every day, you're imprisoning yourself. But Jesus said in Acts 20, 35, to give is more blessed than to receive. The word he used there was happy. If you want to have peace and joy and be happy, be a servant. So super Steps is that first entry point to you serving and finding that. It, it, it appalls me of, of when people say, I'm going to step back from serving. Yeah. Hear my heart. I know as a pastor, spiritual, I know as a pastor that when people say that, it's only a matter of time before that next phone call, text, or email is, I'm struggling with this. But when you were serving, even though you struggle, you gained strength Uh through your serving because you kept other people in front of you. So don't stop serving. Don't stop being like Jesus. Keep serving as you're hurting environment so sign up and become a superhero the third environment is flourishing mentorship come on ladies put your hands together for flourishing mentorship this is going to be powerful we, we have almost 70 ladies signed up for this and the, the mentors are putting in their applications and the mentees are are coming on in and, and Pastor Kyle and her team it's going to be phenomenal. Small, small, intimate groups where you're going through the word of God. You're getting that truth. You're getting that community, that transparency. I promise you, by the summer or fall, the ladies who are involved in flourishing mentorship, you're not going to recognize yourself. And and then then highlight leadership starting next month. This is for anyone who feels called to lead a team at Highlight. I think everyone in this room is a leader. You may not know it, but you're a leader. And, and that's strengthening your mind. You're stepping in the, in the footsteps of giants when you train to become a leader. The second place is mental. You need, you need wise counsel in the, the mental area. Pastor Kyra and I, about a year ago, we, we went through a few months of Counseling. I believe that pastors should be pastor, and they should have counselors. And it was just good. I encourage you, consider counseling. Unbiased opinion. Someone that just listens to you. This guy was unable to uh, able to unpack just some deep-rooted stuff in each of us. A lot of tears, but we, we gained some strength through it. Consider counseling. We, we partner with an, with an amazing organization. We may add a fourth week to the series where I bring in um, one of the counselors from this organization and we'll do an interview on mental health and I think it'd be powerful if we can pull it off. And number three, the third area, because this, this plays a lot on your mind, is financial. You need wise counsel in the area of your finances. This can be a huge strain and you need people to help guide you. Sometimes you just think, man, I'm never going to get out of this hole. But you need people who can help you realize where you are, how you can get out of it, and then make that progress. And here at church, we have Financial Peace University. That's a group that you can sign up for today. You got to pay into it because we want you to invest into your financial freedom. But if you go through it, the principles and how God is going to move, it's going to be phenomenal. Your finances will be turned upside down. And ultimately, God gives you the gift of the counselor, his Holy Spirit. That's We're going to close it out here. That's really where mental health starts is the spirit of God in your heart. And you receive the gift of the counselor, capital C, when you put faith in his son, Jesus Christ. He gives you the gift of his spirit. And after giving a lot of bad news to the disciples, this is the promise of the Holy Spirit that Jesus gave. He said this here, mental health, soul health. John 6, I have told you all this so that you may have peace. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart. Because I have overcome the world. It is impossible to win here if you don't have him in here. So what we're going to do is we're going to pray. We're going to pray for salvation. We're going to pray for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. If you are a believer and you feel far from God, right now God is going to fill you. He's going to touch you. He's going to bless you. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, I thank you so much. Thank you so very much for your word, Lord. Thank you for your love. Father God, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, and for the sacrifice that he made on the cross, Lord. We thank you that through him, we are forgiven. Through his blood, we are redeemed. And we know that you love us, Lord. So God, we're just gonna pray collectively, Lord. Lord. Lord, right now we believe that Jesus Christ is your son and we believe that you rose him from the grave. God, we repent of our sin and we give our lives to you. Father, we ask for the gift of your spirit and we ask that you would give us the strength and the peace to move forward with you all the days of our lives. God, we thank you for salvation. We thank you for a fresh start we thank you for a new beginning. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, church, let's celebrate big. Come on, if you are blessed today.